Simplified Chaos, Episode 23. Life is beautiful and full of chaos. And it can get slightly out of hand if that shit's not tamed. We're here to share how to simplify the little things to start leading a more purposeful life. This is Simplified Chaos. Welcome. This is one of your hosts, Jillian, and I'm with my husband and our other host, Nick. What's going on, folks? <laughs> what are we diving into today, Jilly? Today's topic is why we gave up Netflix. Nice. Kind of the the reasons, uh, I guess, why we did it, because that's that's the main question, and uh, some of the benefits. Yeah, the space that's opening up in our lives because of it. Very cool. Yes, yes. I can't wait to talk about this. Yeah. So, before we get into that, as always, let's talk a little gratitude. Jilly, what are you grateful for today? Today, I am grateful for a book I just finished. Yeah. Uh, This book is titled Everybody Always, and the author is Bob Goff. And I hope I'm pronouncing his last name right, G-O-F-F. Yeah, Goff sounds right. Does it? Okay. There's um, a quarterback in the NFL named Jared Goff. Oh, really? And that's how he spells his last name. You know more about sports than I know. I do. Anyway, um, this book was actually mailed to me by a friend that I went to high school with. So shout out to my girl, Blair. She thought that I would really like this book. And she was right. Um, it's very heavy on... There's a lot of um, religious quotes and... Mm-hmm lessons and morals, but you don't have to be religious to read this book. And I really loved all of his messages. And most of his messages, which were real life examples, were just about just accepting for people for who they are and just loving more and just embracing, just embracing for people are, for for what people are instead of trying to give advice and to change people. And if you find that once you accept people and you give them love and that they kind of make changes on their own, which is kind of what works i'm experiencing just in general like as we're simplifying our life very cool so yeah highly recommend this book and if anyone wants to read it shout out to me message me i would love to kind of carry on the the tradition of like mailing it to someone else yeah we can start a new uh book tradition train i don't know what to call it (laughs) book sharing book share book mail train i don't know pen pals Book Bring. pals. Book pals. <laughs> we'll just keep guessing, all making all these uh, ridiculous names up for what to call it. Yeah. I'll think of something catchy. Fair enough. So yeah, that book was uh, pretty awesome. Uh, what about you, hon? I am grateful for, and this is going to be kind of aligned with today's topic, though. I'm grateful for Marie Kondo. Why are you grateful for Marie Kondo? Because she was right. What do you mean? So when we did our decluttering episode or wardrobe episode, and we were talking about how we've changed our wardrobe, gotten rid of stuff and things fitting neatly in our drawers. She said that once you do that, you don't stop doing it. And it's about two to three months later, maybe even four months later, and I'm still doing it and enjoying it. And it it takes you a good amount of time too, but it's funny how... It's a habit now. Yeah, you and, make time for it. And I mean, I'm looking around the room. There's no clothes on the floor. They're all put away in the drawer, still folded, stacked up so that I can see them when I open the drawers. The closet's still very neat. We actually even took the door off our closet because it's so neat. You know, why have a door? Why have a barrier to something that looks really nice? 
Plus, plus it, we need a, our pull-up bar there. Which is a nice habit. I'm, yes. I've been hanging a lot lately. Yes. <laughs> trying but, to uh, do a pull-up attempting. Yeah. No, since we're talking about Netflix today and she has a show on Netflix. Oh, I see where you're going I feel like it's a good day to be grateful for that habit that she's instilled in me. Yeah. And us, really, because we're... We have a very neat room. Do you think, I know we both read the book and we also watched the series, but we know we read the book first. Which one do you think was more meaningful? Do you think the book or the the show? Definitely the book because I guess we're going to kind of dive into Netflix anyway here. But with the show, it was was kind of like watching HGTV when you say, you know, see the house, you know, and like love it or list it or something like that. Okay. Oh, our house is bullshit. It sucks. It's it's horrible. (laughs) We need to get out of here and find something new. And it's the same show over and over and over and over and over and over. And yes, in each one of her episodes, she kind of introduced a different concept from. Well, it's a different family, different problem, different family, different problem, but it seemed like it was the same. Yeah. As, as you know, at first I thought it was something different, but as it got further and further along, it was kind of the same. And really, when it comes down to it, her show is an advertisement for her book, for her consulting services and whatnot. It's just a, another way of advertising. I will say it. I am a visual learner and some of the things mm-hmm. in the book. I had to look up YouTube videos, like, for example, on how to fold. Yeah, but so did you need the Netflix show? I, I didn't because I just could look it up on YouTube, and there were so many people who made a video for how to fold, like Marie Kondo. Right. So, really, I didn't have to watch the series. Oh. I really got a lot from the book. And that's what I find when I do read books. I find out that I enjoy the books a lot better when, you know, you see the movie, and it's like, no, my imagination, my creativity was way better than right. what was depicted in the film. And... I think that has a lot to say about what we, where we find meaning. It's usually mm-hmm. not in watching and spectating on TV. It's usually the experience and doing it. And that's kind of where we get the most meaning from and the more, the most creativity mm-hmm. from ourselves. Yeah. And and I'm also, like you said, I'm a, I'm a visual learner as well. And, and that's why we have YouTube and, and all those other things, because somebody's put it out there and if it hasn't somebody will eventually put it out there and it could be you that puts something out there and shows somebody how to do things True. um but yeah i mean i kind of want to shift gears and, and you know let's let's dive really into the to the netflix and you know we're going to get into cord cutting in, in general but really you know kind of focusing on netflix what do you mean when you say cord cutting well everybody knows what cord cutting is i mean i think of you cutting the cord from lucille <laughs> Oh God. <laughs> but like really like I know there's a lot of things that are Wi Fi and I'm I, I really want to know like how far is cord cutting? Well, cord cutting is a term, term of cutting cable. It's just cable. Yeah. I mean that's really the, the, the terminology of it. But I think there's a an overall bigger movement to uh, alternative media media than, you know, the normal. I mean cable's been around for, you know, since we were kids. Um and, you know, it's it's changed the way it's looked, but it's still been run by big corporations and whatnot. And now a lot of these other companies are being more innovative and using today's technology. Um, but still, even with Hulu, Netflix, you know, you have a certain selection. You have things that you uh, most of what's on there you don't watch anyway. Um, At least we don't. No, there could be but people I mean, who watch. The, what are you going to do with seven hundred channels? channels? I don't know. Like, there's there's no way <laughs> there possible. Could be that anybody can, but there's just what what I've found is you know with 
even you know with our decision to cut Netflix and we've seen some pretty good series on there you know we've been able to catch up on some series that were on network television such as Breaking Bad uh, what was the the sales one that you watched? Um, oh, Mad Men. Mad Men. Mm. But then there's been Netflix. Donald Draper, <laughs> so sexy. You rock John Hamm. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's been their you know their own original series, and you know a lot of it's just kind of getting watered down now because everyone's trying to create something, and there's just too much content out there. And really, at the end of the day, you know we've we've seen some great shows, but how many of those shows have actually brought value to us? Uh one i a lot of it was just really mindless entertainment right and it had a place in our life then and now i think the only show that i can say kind of made me like want to revisit is chef's table like it made me really appreciate where food comes from and just seeing the chefs their, their stories and their lives and where they came from and how you know, the preparation of what it takes to actually grow food is just amazing to me, but it had its place. Like we watched a lot of episodes and now it's like, I want to stop watching and start visiting farms and start growing farm right. like food. And I think sometimes we get caught up, at least I do. I get caught up in just being a spectator. Like on HGTV, we watch all these makeover shows and we forget to take action. And I feel like that's the most important part in our lives is actually experiencing. And I think that's one of the reasons why, Stopping well, Netflix is for us right now because we're ready to take more action. Like we've observed a lot. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and, and some of those shows, you really can't take action because you need. That's just a for entertainment. Money. Yeah, it's more for entertainment. Like, you know, with the. Um, like Breaking Love Bad, I'm not going like, to like that. You know, I'm you have to have like $70,000 in order to do a makeover, you know, to your house. And is that really what's important to you? You know, again, it's it's kind of a lot of mindless watching and, and just kind of filling the space. But, you know, we had the conversation the other week about cutting Netflix and it was either cutting Netflix or YouTube TV. We have both of those. We also have Amazon Prime. But the whole reason was there's been a, a price hike in both YouTube TV and Netflix. I think that was like not the, the main reason, but it definitely was like, oh, crap. Why are they increasing the price by two dollars? Like. Well, it's because so Disney's getting ready to come out with a. a it just a, a, makes me app. angry. It's like that was. I'm kind of glad the price went up because it really made me like question why do we have Netflix, and look at all the th the reasons why we have it. Yeah. And, is and it how really often do we us? really watch it? Yes, but it's we, like we everybody else has Netflix. It's like that's the thing to do. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I we really haven't had. <laughs> much meaning or value from Netflix. No, no. Like I said, I, I think, a good point. I think the, the one show was chef's table, you know, and even like I said earlier, Marie Kondo had a show on there, but I didn't get any value out of that because I already read the book. And yeah. even if I watched that, you know, I probably would have bought the book and found more value out of the book if I would have done it reverse mm -hmm. and watched the show first and then bought the book second. Yeah. So yeah, that's, you know, one of the main reasons, um, you know, we're cutting Netflix, but again, the other thing is, you know, we've we found ourselves wanting to be more productive. And for me, that's been really trying to enhance my skills and, and build my skills and, and do a lot of extra things for my profession. So I'm taking a lot of classes during that time where I would normally be sitting downstairs, you know, after you go to bed and, and just kind of mindlessly watching um, television. Um, so I'm either doing that 
preparing for the podcast um, or even reading. Like I, I've never been, you know, a huge, huge reader, but I, I, there's a lot of books that I know that I want to read and I'm reading a good one right now. It's one of those ones where it's tough to put down. Um, but you know, I have to go to bed at some point. So, you know, I find myself reading a chapter a night and those chapters are usually 30 pages. So I'm finding different ways to, to fill that time. And I, I feel like it's, I'm actually reading things that are interesting to me rather than just filling space. You know, I'm learning from those things. So it's really been a different experience. And, you know, even though we have YouTube TV, I don't find myself watching it as much. One, because the Orioles and Masson are not on there. So baseball is not on the TV. And two is that, you know, we really have it so that your mom has something during the day when she's watching Lucille. So hence the reason why we have YouTube TV and why we made the decision to cut Netflix and not YouTube. And... I will agree that one of the reasons why we're cutting Netflix is because we are allowing more time and space in our life for personal development. Cause I have to, I have to T O O. I think that makes sense. I'm reading more books and I don't know if I would have read that book that I just recommended on gratitude, on the gratitude segment. If you know, we didn't put restrictions on cable or television and, I like that we're putting more friction between us and watching television because I almost need to be, because it's such a habit, it used to be a habit of turning on the TV at like seven o'clock at night. It's like, I need another habit to replace it with, if that makes any sense. It's almost like, you know, if you stop smoking, you need to find something else to fill that void to kind of help you get over that. And I've right. never smoked a cigarette, but that's what I hear, you know? So I think that it's important for me that I have a replacement if I'm taking away something and for sure, reading or any kind of personal development, whether it's listening to podcasts or reading a book, it's definitely a much more meaningful replacement than watching television. And, you know, uh, the other thing that has really caused us to, to cut back on watching TV in general is our daughter. Our season of life has definitely changed. It has. And she requires a lot of time and attention. And I'd rather our focus be on her than distracted by television. Or and it's such a great time to Netflix. watch her growing up right now. Like, who needs television when you see this girl just striding leaps and bounds every day? Holy cow, it's just, it's just something different. Yeah. <laughs> like, it sounded like she was singing today one of her, her children's songs that she listens to in the morning. And it was just like, wow. And, you know, she's getting ready to walk soon. And just seeing the advancement every day is is entertainment enough. And that's almost another reason. I mean, not just because Netflix can be a distraction from what's important. It's also because she's already picking up what we're doing. Mm -hmm. She picks up our phones all the time because we're on our phones a lot. And just seeing her model, like copy what we're doing. It's like, I don't want her to grow up seeing us watching television all the time, right? sitting in front of this giant screen, just watching mindlessly instead of interacting and playing games or having conversations. So it's like, it's a reminder for me to show Lucille what's important and not just tell her like, because children don't learn just by lecturing or words it's by following you and right. you know the actions and what you're doing well and, and at this point so they're important. very visual i mean that's how they're learning is by visual by visualization and doing mm -hmm. so if they see it they're going to try to mimic it yeah 
So yeah, we've, we've become very conscious of that and we've become more conscious with our phones as well. I would say our, we've definitely it's, cut it's definitely down our phone use a, a process. lot. We're trying our best and it, it's difficult, but yeah, I guess, you know, we're, we're trying to practice to get better at that. And I think we're never going to be perfect, but no. it's, it's a challenge. That's, uh, I think that's another podcast in itself ways that we're trying to yeah. use technology less, but you know, just use it more purposefully, I guess, is the, the way I, I want to use it. Right. I mean, and you know, we're not saying that we're going to banish Lucille from all technology. Technology has its place in, in, in our society today and in, in our household, you know, the, one of the things that we really are striving for is for her to, to be creative and use her mind for creative things. And, you know, there's always technology for those mindless things. You know, there's things where we've put it in our heads as, as just memory is, and, you know, think about your history class when you were told to memorize certain dates, you know, what purpose did that really serve you? But now we have a tool available to us that can help us with those questions that, you know, we don't necessarily need to know them to, strive and, 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 you know, really to thrive in, in our lives today, um, you know, because it is available to us. So yes, there is, there is a place for technology in her life, but not right now while she's still just kind of learning everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I know we already mentioned this, but the other reason why we canceled Netflix is also because you said uh, the price went up. So if you go back to our budgeting episode, we're very yeah. intentional with how we spend money and to me, it just didn't seem worth it. Like, it's now going to be like what, fifteen dollars a month? So it's going to thirteen a month. 13. Um, we were paying eleven a month, so it's still, two dollars a month. Uh, twenty. You know, you think of it, it's an extra twenty-four dollars a year. But when you think about it, no, it's you know thirteen times twelve, whatever that is. <laughs> Good math skills, babe. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's like um, something yeah. that we barely use anyway. It's 156. like one fifty-six. It's like, why? No, <laughs> I'm not even going to get upset about it. Like I did get frustrated, but I was like, mm-hmm. we solved the problem. We're like, yeah. let's cancel it. Again, we weren't watching it that much. No. Yeah, and the thing a... is, it's not an end all be all. If we change your mind, say, hey, you know what? We could really use some Netflix in our lives. We could bring it back. Sure. But right now. They make now, it very easy to resubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> of course they do. <laughs> but I think sometimes, you know, people get scared to like stop things because it's like, you know, what if I don't like it? Or, you know, what if I get bored? But honestly, mm-hmm we found a lot of joy in the boredom and we found like once we've kind of gotten things out of our life, we tend to not miss it. I was getting ready to say that's that. The hardest that's, part is was, just cutting it. Out I, of our don't life. even give it a second thought. I mean, the, I canceled the service, deleted the app from my phone. So it's out of sight, out of mind. And we're two weeks after we've cut it and I don't miss it. I'm not searching for it. I'm not like bringing it up just to see what's new. I actually don't miss the email saying, Hey, this is what's new this month and stuff like that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's been quite nice and I, I really don't miss it at all. And again, we really, I, I'm not even missing television all no. much at all because honestly, I really, want, yeah. it's very rarely on in our house anymore. We could cancel YouTube TV and I would be okay, but I know we have it just for my mom and I, I want to make my mom comfortable while she's watching Lucille. Another nice thing, uh, kind of going back to, to cord cutting at the beginning part of the episode is it's not as simple as just turning the TV on with YouTube TV. You have to still turn the TV on, but then you have to get into the app and then There's you a have to, steps. yeah. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a little less streamlined than, you know, using just the remote control from your Xfinity box or your, your fires box. There are some steps into it, which, you know, also could 
be something that prohibits you from, you know, it puts more friction between you and watching it. Yeah. Like, do I really, you you have to ask yourself, do I really want to go through all this to, to, to watch television? And and some people, yeah, that's, that's a horrible thing. I need to get to my TV, which is fine. And it brings us to another point, you know, we're not saying you have to do any of this. This is just what's working for us uh, and and helping us resolve some of the the chaos in our lives and, and helping us be a little bit more meaningful and purposeful in our daily lives and the things that we do. But yeah, I mean, creating barriers to, to certain activities that you feel like you do mindlessly can help and go a long way. And another reason why I think just besides the cost and besides, you know, personal development also because of health, Mm, like watching, I would normally turn on the TV when it was nighttime, we would watch it together as a family. And honestly, like learning more of the science behind blue light and just what watching television at nighttime mm-hmm. is doing to us. It affects sleep. It affects your mood. It affects everything. And I think sometimes we f- we forget that even though there are really cool new inventions coming out, it doesn't mean it's best for us. Like right. health-wise, yeah, it might be cool to watch and, you know, energy efficient, like, all the LED lights we have, but now we're learning that there's all of this science coming out behind what it's actually doing to our health. And it's kind of like really opening up my eyes yeah. to question more things that are coming out. Like just because it's new and improved doesn't mean it's best for our health and best for us. So I, I know my sleep is very important. And mm-hmm. since like not watching television at night, I'm sleeping, I'm going to bed earlier and I'm feeling even better when I wake up in the morning. So my overall health is much better because of not watching television as much or Netflix. Yeah. And if, you know, if I'm on my phone in the evenings, I do have the, um, it's called night mode on my phone, but it takes away the, the blue light or at least minimizes it. And you You should probably look into getting those blue light glasses. Yeah, maybe. But I don't not really on my phone that much at night. Maybe no. for you or it just depends. I mean, I have there's about two hours after you go to bed that I'm still up, you know, just kind of doing things. But like I said, I'm I'm trying to read more. But you know, if I am on the laptop, you know, I have the night mode on. Uh, if I'm watching uh, educational videos or something like that, you know, the I I try to filter out that blue light and then close the laptop at least 15, 20 minutes before I actually start heading up to bed and, and stop looking at the phone so that it doesn't affect my sleep. And I have no problems falling asleep. Like I, I fall asleep right away. I feel like I sleep great. I wake up in the morning, I'm ready to go. And I feel like that's, you know, a, a definitely a benefit that we've had from, you know, not only us canceling Netflix, but from us just not watching TV as much in general. True. Um, another reason why I think we stopped Netflix is also because I know we had a conversation about this and I don't know if anyone has out, has noticed it, but there's a lot of influencing with TV and shows. You want to go down that rabbit hole? I don't want to say brainwashing, but if we consume all of these shows, storytelling, whatever you want to call it, we become influenced that that's the norm and that's what society wants us to do, if that makes any sense. Like, for example, I had this really interesting conversation with um, my doula, Brittany. And, you know, I was just saying, like, it's just crazy how nobody knows about doulas. Like, if I mentioned doula to anybody, people looked at me like, is that like a hippie thing? Like, what is that all about? (laughs) But it's funny because 
that's how <laughs> childbirth was. You had either a midwife or a doula or someone there that helped you give birth to your baby. And it was most of the time at home. But now with all the television shows, they don't really show home births. They don't show midwives. They don't show doulas in any of these shows. They show a woman screaming and yelling in a hospital. And as soon as she gets her epidural, it's like she feels so much better. But it's just funny how life is portrayed on television. And we think that's the norm. And that's what we're supposed to do. So really, I think it's it's kind of like a negative influence on us. And we don't even realize it. We just think that's part of life. There is a lot of social engineering going on in Hollywood and with the things that we consume on TV and in movies. And the way that they influence you is by sticking in laugh tracks to you know make you think certain things are funny when really what they're talking about is, is you know, when you give it a real deep thought, it's just like, man, this is fucked up. <laughs> it really is, you know, and yeah, I've gotten lost in a lot of those shows. I find them funny and, and, but when I really look back on it, I was like, man, did you find it funny or did you find it funny just because they put a laugh track in both? But I mean, it, it, again, it was like no values. I mean, I, there's a couple shows that I watched too that are just completely, you know, degenerate. And I don't know. It, it, it's just, I, I feel like there's a lot of hidden messages and hitting meeting and there's really a lot of social engineering going on within these shows and, and, and it's feeding into our consumer habits as well. And well, that's another just, thing. Yeah, it, it's, the less TV we watch, the less commercials and the less comparing you do and thinking like, I need that because everyone has that. Look how excited, like even for Lucille, like I, I find that now like the toy consumption by kids is um, like crazy. And I'm pretty sure social media is having a great effect on that mm -hmm. because kids are watching YouTube videos or watching television and they see commercials and they just see all of these things that they think they need. And then that's why they desire them because it's convincing them that they need it and they have to have the next right. best thing. And can you imagine if like we didn't have that, like they wouldn't be comparing themselves all the time thinking that, right. well, they have that. Why don't I have that? It's like, they're content with what they have and they're grateful for what they have. So I yep. feel like less consumption of television, it just helps you appreciate what you have even more. Yeah. And we, we even talked about it in the, the last episode is that, you know, a lot of the advertising, the thing, the, the stuff you see on TV, stuff you see on social media is, is really contributing to a lot of mental health issues with particularly young people amongst young people, you know, any anybody who's under 24 are really having problems with that, you know, who have grown up in the social media generation who are consuming more TV now than ever with, you know, commercials time being much longer. I mean, shows are only what, 21 minutes, 22 minutes, and you know, another eight minutes of that half hour is filled with, with commercials, you know, just jammed in your face. And they, they do a great job at saying that if you don't have this in your life, uh, you know, you're missing the party or, you know, you're a loser or whatever. It's, it's crazy. And now they're like sliding marketing into like television shows. Like they're being real sneaky. Oh, about they've been it. doing like, that for a long time. But, it, and it's funny how I never noticed cause I just would mindlessly watch. But now that I'm like even more intentional about like, after I learned that I was like, holy cow, they are like, it's just crazy propaganda. Well, like know, that they squeeze in there that you think like, I need that or Wayne's well, world. <laughs> Wayne's World, that one segment where they talk about sponsorships and they do the Doritos ad, they do the Reebok ad, they do the uh, Advil ad or Newprint or whatever it is. But I mean, 
they're making fun of what really goes on in, in, in movies and in TV shows. It's kind of like the Truman Show. Yeah. I mean, it's, where it's crazy. Where they're like advertising on the show. Yeah. And it's just, I just kind of, I'm just disappointed on like how sneaky marketing, well, not, I know that's not marketing, just advertising is and just convincing us we need things that we don't need. And it's just up to us to really question it and mm. to put those barriers between it. And I'm, honestly, it's like, I'm not going to fight it. I'm just going to stop watching it. Yeah. <laughs> that's my solution. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Is there anything else you wanted to cover? Or are we ready to dive into some resources? Um, I think we covered all the reasons why we're, yeah. we're canceling Netflix. Yeah. So uh, I think we're good. All right. Oh, but I have some resources. Yeah. I was going to say, that. where's Sorry. your resource? <laughs> That's why I thought you were asking if we were done talking about that topic. My bad. Um, so my resource today is dun, dun, dun. a podcast episode I listened to. Oh, which um, podcast? So the podcast was the Melissa Ambrosini show. All right. And she always has amazing guest speakers on there. Mm -hmm. And this guest was Dr. Jack Cruz. And he brought up some really shocking, I mean, to me, just research that's been buried. And now more and more data is coming out just about the effects of blue light, just 5G. 5G and just like the modern indoor lifestyle and how it's negatively impacting our lives and we don't even realize it. We're just going through the motions of, you know, most of our lives I feel like are spent indoors in an office building, you know, if there's people working full time, they're they're just in an environment that's not as natural as it could be. And it's just forcing me to get outside even more. And he just brings up all the data and the research, not just by him, but by other doctors about the positive effects about just being outside more in real sunlight. So I, I don't want to dive too much into it, but yeah, no, it, you definitely have to give that episode a listen because it is eye opening. And I was just, I'm questioning a lot more because of it. And I'm even in my classroom. I have even turned out all the lights. Like we just use natural sunlight for lighting my classroom now. And it's weird I've only done it for like a week, but now I go into someone else's classroom and the lights are on and my eyes are like, Oh my gosh, like how did I, like, I don't understand how I was teaching in it because it doesn't take that long for your eyes to adjust, but it's my kids don't even like, it's like the norm now it's only right. been five days and they're like totally okay with it. Cause I told them the why. So I think just once you know the why and the science behind things, mm -hmm. it just helps you make those changes even more rapidly in your life. If that's important for yeah. you. And and I appreciate how direct this guy is in his answers and doesn't give any bullshit. Like he's very passionate about it. He's oh, yeah. done a research. And so it's, it's a very interesting episode to, to listen to. So definitely suggest that. Yeah. So I will, we will put that link in the show notes if you care to listen more and do some more digging. Yeah. So let's get into that quote of the day. Cool. Cool. All right. The quote of the day is by David Niven. And I actually looked it up who it was because I was kind of curious. So he's a British actor. He's no longer alive now, producer, and he's a novelist. And this is a quote in a book that he has. It's called A Hundred Simple Secrets of Great Relationships. What scientists have learned and how you can use it. Okay. Okay. So his quote is, watching too much TV can triple our hunger for more possessions while reducing our personal contentment by about 5% for every hour a day we watch. Yeah, I think that's spot on. And all of the quotes that he has in this book are data driven. So there's a reason why his this quote is in there. 
because there's some factual information about this, but I can completely agree with it as well. No, that, that doesn't shock me whatsoever. And I think that was very well articulated. Thank you. I did yeah. my best. So the take action from this episode is just to, if you have anything in your life, technology-wise, TV-wise, just anything that you think that you might be mindlessly consuming, just question why you have it. And if it's Even not- journal it. See how much time you're, you're spending on there. A lot of phones can show you how much time you're spending on any given app. Not television, though. Uh, not television, but you can set a timer. Yeah, and yeah. just see, is it really adding value to your life, or is it just filling a void? Yeah. And there might be something, a, a more healthier habit to replace that. And also, do some digging. Like, listen to that podcast episode. Just listen to the research about just technology. And just because it's out there doesn't mean it's healthy for us to consume. So... Really, I mean, just don't take anything for face value anymore. We have to like be our own advocate to find out what's good for us yeah, and what's not. Exactly. All right, folks. Well, that is our episode for this week. If you like what you heard, please take a screenshot and share it with your friends on Instagram or Facebook or Twitter or any of those other social media oh my channels God, out there. So many. There's so many. We would appreciate that. And if you have a chance and you like what you hear, please give us a review on iTunes or Google Play, Spotify. Man, I can't keep up with them. I know. There's a lot. (laughs) But anyways, thank you all for listening. We will talk to you next week. See you later, guys. We want to thank everybody for listening today. Please be sure to subscribe and sign up to receive notifications so you know when the next episode is live. If you like today's episode and know someone who could benefit from the topic we covered, please share it with them. And if you have any suggestions for us and want to chime in on today's topic, you can email us at simplifiedchaospodcast at gmail.com, and that's chaos with a K, or send us a comment on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next